This is Lit Squad. I'm Mark Brody. This episode features Dusty Bowling, a Valley-based author who writes both middle-grade books as well as chapter books for younger readers. Bowling grew up in Arizona and still lives in the Valley. Many of her books take place here. One of her series focuses on a girl named Avon Green, who is born without arms. She's also written about characters dealing with poverty, with absent parents, or parents struggling with addiction. She has a new book out for younger readers in the Avon Green series, and a new novel, Dust, is being released later this summer. We caught up with Bowling to have a conversation about her book, Across the Desert. In it, the main character, Jolene, has a mom dealing with addiction, and the family does not have a lot of money. Here's my conversation with Dusty Bowling about why it's important for her to write characters who are kids with struggles of their own. Well, I've always definitely had a heart for the the outsider, I guess you can say, especially when it comes to children. Growing up, I didn't have a lot of friends. I was painfully introverted and shy. And I was dealing with a lot of the issues that I write about in my books, of course, not all of them, but some of them. And so I've just always had a heart for kids who maybe don't fit in, who are dealing with some pretty serious challenges at home. Um, And those are the kids I want to speak to. Those are the ones that I want to reach. And and I, I hope that they can see their situations reflected and their experiences reflected in my writing. And I want them to know that they're not alone because when I was growing up, I've always loved to read, which is why I'm a writer now. And it was middle grade books when I was a child that really made me fall in love with reading um, and really helped me through some of the hardest times in my life. But I never really saw a lot of my situations reflected in the books I read as a child. You know, it was a lot of really happy, stable families, popular kids, kids with lots of friends, just a lot of stuff like that. I could have used, um, you know, seen characters with parents who are addicts, with parents who are alcoholics, struggling with, you know, poverty, things like that. It would have really, I think it would have been a comfort to me. And I wouldn't have felt like I was the only child in the world going through those things. And I hope my books make children um, feel that way as well, less alone. How much do you try to draw on your experiences when you're writing these characters? And how much maybe do you research or talk to other folks or, or just try to come up with them in other ways? Well, for Across the Desert, I would say I reached into my own child self and my own feelings more than ever before. This was the first book I wrote that was really strongly based on my experiences growing up with um, parents who were addicts and and a lot of the things that Jolene is dealing with. And so more than ever, I definitely reached into personal experience. Um, but I feel like I always pull on my own childhood feelings and experiences in every character I write, more some more than others. Um, for the ones that I don't have a lot of direct experience with, for example, you had mentioned I wrote a character who did, doesn't have arms. It's a lot of research, um, extensive research, and a lot of meeting with people. Um, to write that character, Avon, who doesn't have arms, I met with people who who live without arms, got to know them, shared the manuscript with them. They consult with us on you know every pro- Avon-related project. And there are a couple of women who have been involved with that character who actually live right here in Arizona. What is it like for you to write about characters who in some ways are, are dealing with very personal things, and they're very personal to you in many ways, but putting them in a book that lots and lots and lots of people are going to read. Well, you always feel like you're exposing yourself a bit as a writer. And for me, who was never super outgoing and super sociable, um, it can be very intimidating. It can be a little embarrassing at times to have yourself so exposed um, for the world to read. But 
I keep focused on the children and the people that I'm really trying to, to reach with those books. And it's very motivating to me, um, the thought that children who really need these stories are going to be reading them. And then when I get to connect with these children and, and hear from them what the books meant to them, it's, it's really motivating and it's very special to me. So it's both scary, but also very, very exciting and motivating at the same time to <laughs> open yourself up to so many people like that. Let me ask you about one of the other, I guess you could call it a character in, in your books, which is Arizona. You, your characters are often based uh, either in the Phoenix area or uh, in, in other parts of Arizona. The, the landscape, the climate, a lot of it plays a pretty big role uh, in, in your books. I know that, that you live here now. I know you're, you're born here. You grew up here. How did you come to decide that you were just going to write about this place specifically? Well, I love Arizona and I do get asked that a lot by children. Like, why do you always write your books set in Arizona? Because I love Arizona and I know Arizona, Arizona. And I, I love how you said another character in my books, because I get that a lot that Arizona isn't just a setting in my books. It is like another character because I love it so much. I want to bring it to life and I want to highlight all the wonderful, unique, quirky, dangerous, wonderful things about this state that I love so much. Um, and so when I was growing up, you know, again, when I was young, not only did I not see a lot of the things I was dealing with in books, but I hardly ever saw books that took place in Arizona. It's not a really common setting for books. It can be hard to find books that take place in Arizona. And so for me, it was kind of like an easy choice of where to set my books, because not only is it a place I know and love and want to share with people, but it would stand out, I hoped, in that there aren't a lot of books out there that really bring Arizona to life. Well, it's interesting because, I mean, in, in a couple of your books, the heat here plays a really big role. In one of your books, uh, the characters go searching for gold in, a, in an abandoned mine. I mean, it's not just like they happen to live in Arizona and they, you know, check out seeing a cactus or a palm tree every once in a while. Like, it's a really, it's seemingly a really integral part of the plot, the fact that where these, where these kids are. Yes, for sure. I mean, there's so much to work with in Arizona. Like it would do it a disservice to just say like, oh, and then there was a cactus over there. <laughs> you know, there's, and I frequently, when I read books set in Arizona, you can tell that the author maybe did a little research, but hadn't really spent time here. And so, you know, I want to really, truly make you feel like you're in Arizona when you're reading the books. You talked about wanting to let kids who have some of these challenges and some of these struggles see themselves reflected in your books. I'm wondering about kids who maybe don't have experience dealing with some of these things and the importance of them maybe being exposed to some of these things for the first time in a book like yours. Absolutely. Like we always say, books are both windows and mirrors. They, they're, they're both for, for all different children. And it's just as important for a child to see the experiences of others and in order to grow empathy in them as it is for children to see their own experiences in books. And so it's just as important to me that not only do children see their lives reflected, but that children who may not be familiar with these kinds of people, you know, maybe they've never met a child with a limb difference, or maybe, you know, there's a child at school who's wearing clothes that aren't current brands and they look a little worn and they're a little tight um, and they've been made fun of at school or something like that. It's important for them to read these books in order to grow more empathy and understanding so that when they meet these children, rather than, you know, having a negative response to them, they'll have 
an open heart and mind. And maybe there will already be some built-in understanding there. And that's why books are so powerful because I think they can connect people. They can build understanding. They can build empathy. And so, yeah, windows and mirrors is it's equally important in these books. That was author Dusty Bowling. I'm Mark Brody, your host for the Lit Squad podcast. If you like this episode, subscribe and leave a rating wherever you get your podcasts. Lit Squad is a KJZZ original production. It was produced by Sativa Peterson. Until next time, thanks for listening.